The Holy Gospel according to St. Luke, the second chapter. In those days, a decree went out from Caesar Augustus that all the world should be registered. This was the first registration when Quirinius was governor of Syria, and all went to be registered, each to his own town. And Joseph also went up from Galilee, from the town of Nazareth to Judea, to the city of David, which is called Bethlehem, because he was of the house and lineage of David, to be registered with Mary, his betrothed, who was with child. And while they were there, the time came for her to give birth, and she gave birth to her firstborn son, and wrapped him in swaddling cloths and laid him in a manger because there was no place for them in the inn. And in the same region there were shepherds out in the field keeping watch over their flock by night. And an angel of the Lord appeared to them and the glory of the Lord shone around them and they were filled with great fear. And the angel said to them, Fear not, for behold, I bring you good news of great joy that will be for all the people. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, who is Christ the Lord. And this will be a sign for you. You will find a baby wrapped in swaddling cloths and lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly host, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest and on earth peace among those with whom he is pleased. When the angels went away from them into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, Let us go over to Bethlehem and see this thing that has happened, which the Lord has made known to us. And they went with haste and found Mary and Joseph and the baby lying in a manger. And when they saw it, they made known the saying that had been told them concerning this child. And all who heard it wondered at what the shepherds told them. But Mary treasured up all these things, pondering them in her heart. And the shepherds returned glorifying and praising God for all they had heard and seen as it had been told them. This is the gospel of the Lord. In the holy name of Jesus. Amen. The nine months of pregnancy feels like one long, loving embrace between mother and baby. This embrace actually continues postpartum with skin-to-skin -skin contact. Skin-to-skin -skin in the first hours after birth helps both mother and child. It regulates baby's temperature, heart rate, breathing, and helps them cry less. It also increases the mother's relaxation hormones. There is something life-giving when the child is drawn skin to skin, body to body. Shortly after Jesus is born, the Word of God is in Mary's heart. Luke chapter 2, 19 says, Mary treasured up all these things, pondering them in her heart. 
The Greek word for treasured up is centario, which means to protect or keep safe. Mary's heart kept God's word safe. The Greek word for ponder is symbolo, which means to bring together. God's word joins itself with Mary's heart. So another way to say Luke chapter 2, verse 19 is, Mary kept all these words safe by bringing them into her heart. Now, even though baby Jesus and Mary were skin to skin, their relationship has changed. No matter how close Mary holds Jesus, he would never enter the loving embrace of her womb. But in spite of this change, Jesus was alive in her. Rather than skin to skin, Mary fully embraces Jesus through the word of God shared by the shepherds. Mary protects and loves Jesus in an utterly special way when God's word lives in her heart. Martin Luther created a personal emblem. It's known as the Luther Rose. It was a personal expression of faith. And at the center of the emblem was the cross enclosed by a red heart, a human heart. Luther wrote, when Jesus is the center of a person's heart, he or she is fully alive with peace and joy. There's a legendary Luther quote having him say that, should anyone knock on my heart and say, who lives there? I should reply, not Martin Luther, but the Lord Jesus Christ. Like Mary, Jesus entered Luther's heart through faith in God's word. Biblically speaking, the heart is the center of a person. In fact, the heart includes, according to scripture, your mind, your intellect, your will, and your desires. This, of course, is very different than how many see the heart today as just the seat of emotions or simply a biological organ. For Holy Scripture, the heart is more than a biological organ or just simply the seat of emotions. The heart is what makes a person human. When God created humanity, the heart was the dwelling place of God, which means the heart is meant for God. However, our sin banished God from our hearts, and so we broke our hearts. And with a broken heart, we're simply unable to love God in return. Ever since our original sin in the Garden of Eden, Jesus has not gone very far. 
our Lord has lovingly knocked on the door of our hearts. And he waits patiently to be welcomed back so he can begin fixing things. This is why King David asked God to create him a new heart. Or the prophet Ezekiel asked God for a transplant from a heart of stone to a heart of flesh. And the prophet Jeremiah asked God to write his word upon his heart. Today, on Christmas, God is born with a human heart. And Jesus' heart is a Savior's heart. One set on saving you from your sins by dying on the cross. You see, on the cross, your sin breaks Jesus' heart. But his broken heart turns out to be your salvation. Because Jesus breaks his heart in order to pour out his love so that his love would cover all of your sins. And since Jesus' broken heart is put back together when he is risen from the dead, he puts yours back together using his own heart. Because Jesus' heart is the blueprint for all of our hearts, which is precisely why he needs to enter every heart here today. He needs to enter in order to fix things from the inside out. Your heart is put back together when we treasure God's word and ponder it in our heart. With each embrace of God's word, Jesus takes away your sin and mends your heart. With a restored heart, your life begins anew with peace and joy. Welcoming God's word means making room for Jesus to live in us. And like every mother embraces her child with each sound, this Christmas let us embrace the baby Jesus with each sound of his own word. And as mothers remember each of those sounds, let us remember every word of God by treasuring and pondering it in our hearts. As Jesus enters our hearts through his word, his small baby arms fit nicely around our hearts. And when Jesus embraces our heart, our lives change. Now our life is all about returning that embrace. This Christmas, let us return Jesus' embrace by treasuring and pondering all the things he's done for us so that we experience the very reason we were created, to live in perfect communion with God, to live a life meant for God's peace and joy. In the holy name of Jesus, amen. amen.